Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe we have a great show for you guys today it is sewed 200 so we're just doing a bunch of fan questions so buckle up tuck it into your waistband because here we go three two one we're back we sitting here i'm supposed to be the franchise player and we're in here talking about practice Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History final. Tie game. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws because they're free. So 200 coming hot at you guys and so 199. And I'm flanked on my right by defensive coordinator Alex Toss Me The Rock Tosopolis. And like we said in the intro, because it's so 200, we're just going to rip 10 fan questions. That's the whole show today. You like that, Toss? Yeah, I love it. You love the fan questions. Fan, yeah. By the people for the people. Time to bring it back to the fans. We haven't done fan questions in so long. We've been doing specials, we've had guests, and it's time to bring it back to the people. But before we can bring it back to the people, we have to remind the people that we are brought to you by Manscaped. That's right, manscaped.com. Use the code STRIPE20, get 20% off and free shipping on all their products. I'm not lying. I use it every day. The, the lawnmower is great. It, a, a good electric razor. I can't say enough about, you know, because so long was I living off that bullshit CVS brand. And no, I love CVS. CVS is good for a case of water. CVS is good for gum on the fly. CVS is good if I need a pharmacy to pick up a prescription medication, which I need once every six months for like a, a good deep cold. It is not good for an electric razor. But manscaped.com is. So use the code stripe 20, get 20% off and free shipping. Boom. That's how it's done. Yeah, so let's delve into the fan questions because why wait on ceremony, guys? This is not our first rodeo. So let's get into it. Question number one, dear Josh and Toss, from the Charity Stripe. Will Tua Tagovailoa drop in the 2020 NFL draft because of recent injury concerns? And that's from Eric in Boston. Will Tua drop in the draft? A lot of interesting things have happened because the season started off as tank for Tua with the Dolphins being the face of the tank program. Now we have completed week 10 of the NFL and all of a sudden Tua has been outplayed. He's been great. He's been very good. 
but he's been outplayed by another SEC quarterback, and that would be Joe Burrow of LSU, who is the Heisman favorite, standing at 6'4", 220, looking like a damn NFL prototype quarterback, slinging the rock at a what his accuracy is what like does he almost 80% completions like 78.9? Yeah, that's what it's at, right? Which is completely ridiculous. Yeah, he also ran for 64 yards on the ground against Alabama, which is nice to see because you don't he can do it, he doesn't really need to because his arm is so great and his pocket presence is fantastic, really good, and he gets rid of the ball quick, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he's great, and so that's hurt to his draft stock. A lot of people still have him number one as far as playing goes and as far as potential goes, but these two ankle injuries, that that causes that's a, that's some cause for concern. Now, I'm not a doctor, and you guys know that, um, so I had to do some research. He said two tightrope surgeries, as they're called, one on each ankle, and according to Southern California Orthopedic Institute, okay, say that five times fast, later uh, a tightrope fixation is used to stabilize an ankle after injury it can be used to repair a high ankle sprain which damages the soft tissue structure between the tibia and fibula and causes those bones to separate the tightrope system anchors the ends of the tibia and fibula together with a braided polyethylene cord rather than with a rigid surgical screw surgical screw to restore the original position of the bones and to allow for proper healing. Right, so... That's the tightrope. You end up with this polyurethane thing in your foot that is that ends up making your foot more flexible and pliable than it was before. So you're saying it's a good thing. Prior to injury. Yeah, it's kind of like a Tommy John. Okay. It's like the Tommy John of the ankle. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's pretty new wave for them to start doing this, but I, listen, I love they I wouldn't have the, they wouldn't have been so eager to get this surgery done if it wasn't a very low risk and true and sur- easy surgery to bounce back from. So I, I'm I'm also no doctor, but I am not worried about Tua's ankle health. Now, okay. is does that mean that the rest of him is breakable potentially? Yeah, but everyone's playing football, and you know they're all out there sacrificing their bodies, so everyone's up. Um, for injury risk and quarterbacks, you know, the way that they're protected. I'm not I'm not too concerned from an injury standpoint from Tua. However, I do think that it's important to note that he could drop, but it's more in, in my mind because of the other good players in the draft specifically that will go in the first round on the defensive side of the ball um, and the needs of these teams. I, I don't necessarily think that teams outside of the Dolphins and the Bengals are gunning for a quarterback. Maybe the Buccaneers because Jameis is coming to the end of his rookie contract. And, you know, did they decide to go elsewhere through his, through his rookie contract? He's had the most interceptions in the NFL. Um, And the Buccaneers obviously are not having a good year this year. He has 14 this year. Yeah. Which is crazy. So I think that maybe the Bucs could go after a quarterback but I even think that you know we were talking about it before the show started um, off you, air. You, you we were, were saying, saying you were saying that Herbert. You you think the Dolphins might pick Herbert over Tua, which is not out of the question from a measurable standpoint. Herbert is much more of a prototypical NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's also and not left-handed, which that's kind of a crazy thing to throw out there. But but no, 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 no. but people look don't how like many that. People, people don't, don't like that. that. It's different. If he, people don't like that because it. It changes. It it means you have to draft differently, because all of a sudden your right tackle becomes the blind side. Right. 
and that's and that and that hurts your blocking scheme and the Dolphins, in a weird way. And the it, Dolphins it does. It sounds like it doesn't matter, but are it does. in a total rebuild right now. They have three first-round picks, so if they get to it, that changes the other picks that they have. You po- I think you've been spending a lot of time with me because you posed, you said something that I think that sounds like I would say off-air, and that yeah. Would what be, if the Dolphins package their picks and jump up to the first pick in the overall, the first pick overall in the draft to get Joe Burrow? Assuming they don't have it, and that is something I would say, but also which they won't, which they won't, and because the Bengals will be the worst team in the NFL for sure. Um, but the other thing I thought was interesting that you posed was what if the Dolphins don't take a quarterback in the first round? Yeah, I mean they have Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? Yeah, they know they're not really going. Look, they're they not going to have Josh Rosen. Are, we, got are, Josh we, Rosen. are we giving up on him? Is that, are we, is like, because at this point, if they take a quarterback. I, I think they, I mean, in my mind, it's like, if they weren't giving, if they were giving, if they weren't giving up on Josh Rosen, why is he not playing right now? Are we, are we Jimmy Clausening this guy? Is he getting Jimmy Clausened? He, I guess. I mean, Jimmy Clausen had one, he was terrible. Jimmy Clausen was biblically bad, and then that was it. Right. I mean, Rosen just like hasn't gotten a fair shake. Like, he hasn't gotten a fair shake. Or we're just gonna dump this guy to the curb. He's, well, he's they've played. thrown him in there this year, and he sucked. He, they throw him in haphazardly. Like, he, the guy is like, has he played a full game? I don't believe so. But as he <sighs> a, as he shouldn't, I guess. I don't know. Guess not. I mean, I don't know. Regardless, I. I but I, but either way, I think that Fitzpatrick th- at least can win you games next year, and also. I, I, what's the difference this year and next year? Even if you go and get Tua, what's he going to do next year? He's not going to win you eight games. You you don't have the, enough pieces yet. I mean, you're in rebuild mode, right? You're, no, you're, that's you're putting like, the pieces back together. Hindsight twenty twenty. That's why I think it was a mistake for the Redskins. I didn't realize how bad the Redskins were, and had I realized how bad the Redskins were, I would have advised or, or stated against them taking Dwayne Haskins because you. When you build the franchise, I'm sorry, I, I just am a firm believer you build right. the franchise on the, the line. The Dolphins are not in the same position that the Raiders were with when Gruden packages Cleo Mack for all of these picks, but they have Derek Carr. Uh, say what you will about Derek Carr. I mean, he's having his best season of his career right now, but this guy, is a, he is a starting NFL quarterback. No, he's fine. Yeah. He's fine. He's okay. He's not the problem. No, not at all. But what I'm saying is you know that, you know that Derek Carr is fine so they can go in the draft have three first round picks and spend them on people that they need in the draft go and get i mean abram got hurt right but cleland farrell yeah. and who was their who was their third pick in the first round josh jacobs man. and josh jacobs right offensive rookie of the year and at look the what moment. he's doing yeah. so yeah so i think that it wouldn't be out of the question nor necessarily a bad idea for the dolphins to to just use these three picks in the first round and go get help where they need it the Which best available? I'm, the best I'm, available, yeah. I'm cool with that. I think the quarterback, it, to me, if you're drafting a quarterback in the first round, it should be one. The, the times where it works is when the quarterback is the missing piece, the final piece, like like the Chiefs, Mahomes, the 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 Texans, and and, and Watson. It it would have been with Trubisky. Or, I mean, the jury's still out, but right. it would be with Trubisky theoretically because if he was good, or or where you are certain that this is the guy and you are going to build your team around this guy, like in the Kyler case. Or the Giants case with Daniel Jones. Right. Um, but I think with the two, going back to the original question. But yeah. but the Giants take Saquon the year before, right? So they, I mean. Which I, I, I think he's amazing and I will, oh, I'll always think it's a mistake. 
I, I think taking a running back in, in the top five is a mistake. It's it it just it, I'm sorry it's and like it's almost like like I love Judy and before the season I was saying Judy could be then could be the number one pick he's he's that talented, but you can't you can't rationalize to me taking a receiver in the top five anymore it just doesn't pan out. Um, but with the Tua situation, yeah, I mean anyone who took anyone who would take Judy over Chase Young, you know, or Andrew Thomas is crazy. It's crazy, yeah, or Thomas, or over Joe Burrow, over Joe Burrow, or. Yeah. I th- I'm still I'm Team Herbert. I I was I'm so anti-measurables. That doesn't mean as much to me. But I I think his play has been amazing. But I think Burrow's play has been great, and that's why Tua will drop. I think the ankle injury. I'm concerned about it, but I'm not overtly concerned about it. That I wouldn't take him in the top ten, top fifteen picks. I just don't think I at this point, um, because those guys are playing equally to Tua Tagovailoa, and they're also this, the the, the potential is the same, and they're healthy. I, I would take Herbert, and I would take Burrow ahead of Tua. Yeah, me. I mean, I'm looking at this NFL mock draft on Sports Illustrated, and they have the Dolphins taking Tua at the fourth overall pick. Obviously, the the um, the picks will change, right? Because different teams will end up. Some some of these teams that are in the top fifteen will end up going into to the playoffs, probably, right? So yeah. things will shake out differently. Um, but it has them taking Tua at the fourth pick, then Alex Leatherwood, the offensive tackle out of Alabama, at the twenty second pick, which they got from Pittsburgh. And then it has um, them taking DeAndre Swift, the running back out of Georgia, with their Houston Texans pick at 26. Their head coach is Brian Flores. It won't happen. It won't happen. I mean, like, people forget, like, like I could promise you if the Lions are picking in the They will not pick – they won't use three first-round picks on three offensive players. No shot. It won't happen. No shot, actually. They'll they'll use two of the three. But I would on defense. I, honestly, I would have no issue with them not picking Tua, them going after the best available defensive player at the four. But I even think they could jump up to the three. I think they could end up if if this mock draft has Chase Young going third. If the Dolphins end up there and they got Chase Young, that would be amazing for them. And then if they went uh, for a, I don't know, they could they could get a linebacker or or maybe someone like Paulson Adebo. The, the corner out of Stanford, yeah, and then go and get DeAndre Swift. I'm like, I'm cool with that. Kind of take the Raiders, the Raiders mold. approach, yeah, yeah. Without okay, look, I don't think Miles Gaskin is the guy there. No, clearly, or else he would be playing. And uh, who, who's been Mark Walton? Mark Walton, yeah, right. Who's and like uh, Mark Wahlberg? Mark Mark Wahlberg, who's terrible. Like he's he's not good. He's just there. so in, he's so inefficient. But I guess he knows the offense. Yeah. And if Gaskin knew the offense and was good, they would be playing him. And he's yeah, not, I yeah, just think know? they got. Like, they, I think I think two is going to be a good quarterback. I just don't know if I take him ahead of the two guys. And I think the injury, the injuries, should be a cause for concern because for our second question, we'll get into this guy. Question number two, dear Josh and Toss, uh, should the, should Chicago go all in on Cam Newton next year? And that's from Jack in L.A. There's that's been one of the hottest speculations. We're in week ten of the NFL season. People are already given have already given up on Trubisky. And, and and everyone, it's the worst kept secret in the NFL that the Panthers will be moving on from Cam Newton. Right. Um, so I think whether Cam Newton's officially, whether Kyle Allen's the guy or not, another team that could be interested in, in the quarterback position, we'll see how Kyle Allen plays down the stretch. Um, should Chicago go all in on Cam Newton? I, I, I You can't, again, like you can't rationalize that to me. You can't rationalize giving up on Trubisky, who I think... I hope we'll be fine down the stretch, fine enough to earn one more year, one more chance. 
I mean, you got some serious issues when you find out that your head coach didn't want to draft him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the ownership liked him. Mitch is a super high character guy. I think that's why he was bumped so high up in the draft, which is great for him because it's good to hear that there are high character uh, NFL athletes. But I think that, you know, at the end of the day, you got to perform athletically, right? It's a sport. And I don't think, obviously, we've talked about it before, but he's nowhere near the type of quarterback as Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. So for them to do that in the draft was ridiculous. And I think that I, I don't really see things shaping up for him. I, I don't. I don't think that he's has the talent to do it. I I don't know, but, because, but there's times where he plays well, and I, I don't know if they're a fit anymore. I think everyone's looking at Matt Nagy as the next big thing because they were good last year, but the defense was great last year, and Vic Fangio has kept this Broncos team who basically it just doesn't have an offense. The Broncos essentially don't have an offense. Like just There aren't many quarterbacks in the NFL that you can tell me that, that you can pose the question, would you rather have Mitch Trubisky or this guy, that I would take Mitch Trubisky over. Sure, fine. That's that's a fair statement. But I, I think Matt and Nagy some of the, and, might and, be and look how And look how I many... Think he might be overrated. I think he is, but I don't think he's going anywhere. And no, I think... I think Trubisky will lose his job first. For sure. Okay, but are you? would you go all in on Cam Newton? Absolutely not. No way. No. The guy has... has he's got... Talking about Tua's injuries. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this guy's shoulder, so injury bro. prone. Shoulder, shoulder, rotator cuff. Look, shoulder, we talked about it before concussion. on the show. You know how I feel about him. His completion percentage is under 60 over his career. The guy can't throw. Yeah. He can't throw. Anymore. He's he never done. could really throw. I think he's... I, I, and I, without his without his legs, obviously, because he's, he's not going to be as just reckless of a runner because he can't be because his body is on the line. Um, and you know, you got to take care of your body. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think they should go after Cam Newton. I don't, I don't think he'll be a starting quarterback next year. Is that a crazy take? No, I don't know. He could end up kind of being like, I think a, he's going to get Carmeloed. You do? I really do. I really think it's going to be a situation where he wants that look, starting would you, look, QB would you type rather, money and he's not going to get it. Would you rather, if you were Indianapolis this past weekend, would you rather have started Brian Hoyer or Cam Newton? Absolutely, Cam Newton. But that's not my, my point in that whole situation. So you don't think, you but, think because but, he's Cam Newton, because he was an MVP, because he is who he is. Are you going to pay him to be, are you going to pay that guy $12 million to be your fucking backup? No, but, but I'll pay him less than that. Is he going to take that? If he's smart, if he wants to keep playing in the NFL, yeah, he should. I, right? I, I don't know. Right? I don't. I Cam Newton to me does not seem like the kind of guy that's going to take six million dollars a year over the next two seasons, or like an eight million dollar a year one year deal. Maybe he'll do that if he is definitely the starting quarterback. Like maybe Miami does it, pulls the trigger on that. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to put himself in a position like that. I also don't think he's got the mindset to be a backup quarterback, similar to Carmelo Anthony, who you have said, and I think rightfully so, just can't fold into a system where he isn't the guy. It's just not his game style. It's not his mindset, not the way he plays. Right. Cam Newton needs to be the guy. He's not ready to be a backup mentally. Um, he, he, I, I, just don't th I, I could foresee him not starting next year anywhere because of a money thing, because of a pride thing. He's not gonna, Whose backup is he going to be? I don't know. I mean, you look at what happened with it's not like It's not like Tannehill where he Tannehill is, can still gun for a job, and Tannehill it, it needs a tryout. It's Cam Cam Newton doesn't – we know what Cam Newton can do. Right. We just don't know if he can do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, you look at what the, the Ravens 
who their backup quarterback is, though, right? Yeah, RG three had one really good rookie year. And no, it's totally it's totally different. But from a from an injury standpoint, from a what they offer from the position standpoint, I mean, Cam Newton clearly is better than RG three still. I think if Cam Newton, I think if Cam Newton doesn't have a job by week two, week three, week four, then we see that happen, where he goes to be a backup, which is possible. Yeah, I mean, I certainly think he would take. I think there will there will come a point in time next season down the line. This is you know all hearsay at this point, but I think there's there's a point in time next season where he will take he will come into a team that has a winning record as the backup quarterback and be there for them in case they need him and they and he will take that contract then in that, that scenario. I I don't mind that. I don't. I think. But he, it's got to be a team like it's got to be a team like the Seahawks. It's got to be a team where he fits. Because, like, listen, there's a bunch of teams here that that he doesn't fit the profile of the quarterback. He doesn't fit the air raid system, right? Like, we're talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers potentially needing a quarterback. No way Bruce Arians is going to go after Cam Newton. No way. No way, right? No way. But who are, like, I mean, could he back up Jimmy G? Yes, I think so. Yeah, sure. Right? I, I think I think that yeah, it's like yeah. I think the whole thing is though is like everyone's like oh Chicago, oh this, but you ask a Chicago fan or you ask the, you want him to be your quarterback, they're like hell no. They just it just it's just they think this is what's going to happen. It's similar like okay, we think Mel is going to go to the Lakers. All of a sudden like wait, did the Lakers need him or want him? I mean, look at their record. No, no they don't need him. They don't need him. Yeah. So that's where I'm going with that. It's unfortunate. I mean, I, Cam Newton's an yeah, awesome one guy of the to watch. Players ever. So like, swaggy. But he's just, his body, it's, it's taken its toll. You can't rush for like 15 touchdowns as a quarterback and expect and expect to play 15 years. Yeah. It's in one season, 15. Yeah. Uh, cool. Little question for you, Toss. Uh, two minutes left. Question number three. Okay. Dear Josh and Toss from the Charity Stripe. Two minutes left. Would you rather have Tom Brady or the Patriots coaching staff? And that's from Zach in LA. I think it just matters what's going on in the game. But two, I think I, I'm going to presume he's saying two minutes left, you're down, you need a touchdown. Yeah. At that point, what do you do? I, I think, I think I want Brady. I think it's an easy. I think it's a. I think of that situation, it's a, it's a no brainer. You have I don't to have need, the. I don't you, need. You have to have the guy that can execute it. Yeah, I need this. Right? I need that. I need that to happen. Most of the coaches in the NFL know what they want to do with two minutes left in the game. Yeah, I mean, there, are, there are there are coaches there are coaches that have squandered those opportunities. I'm thinking right now of of kind of like Jason Garrett and what he's done in certain situations at the end of games. But really, you just need the quarterback that's clutch, the quarterback that's going to make throws. And there's not I mean, you could give me that scenario with guys other than Brady in the NFL and I would still pick them. The top 5 quarterbacks in the NFL right now, I would still pick them. I would still pick Mahomes in that scenario. I would still pick Russell Wilson and Drew Brees. Those guys, I I want in that scenario. It d- doesn't matter who the coach is. Yeah, if the Patriots are up with two minutes, if they're up, let's if it's thirty to twenty seven and they're up, give me the coaching staff because we're gonna, we're gonna have to play defense again at some point, and we and at that point we need to stop for sure. And, but if Ro- it's, and Rogers too. Sorry, yeah, that if I it's just if it's just an offensive possession, it, it's like a it's like a boxing match in in right. the in the twelfth round. It, it doesn't matter who gives a fuck who's in your yeah. ring. It's, I mean, look, it, at, it's just him. It's just stick and move, right? And that's what I need out of Brady. I need a guy that can boom, 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 get me down the field, read the defense on his own, make quick decisions, get the team to the line, and know a play to run. I think the best way to to for me to like look at this question is to take Brady out of the equation and, and look at it with other quarterbacks in mind. Yeah. And there's Hall of Famer Eli Manning, who is one of the best quarterbacks in the fourth quarter ever. Yeah. And like I would take him. Uh, Tom Coughlin was a great coach. Yeah. 
I would still I would take Eli Manning. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like it's the guy that can do it at the end of the game. So I, once I you have a quarterback that can do that, then you're always going to take the quarterback. Okay, let me ask you this: Would you rather have two minutes same situation? Romo, I would for sure. I would love to have him at two minutes left. He's great in the fourth no, quarter. Yeah, he's great. He's great. I think he's a great quarterback. Would you rather have Andy Reid or Pat Mahomes? Two minutes left. Yeah, I think the same thing applies. No. Yeah, Mahomes. Okay, for sure. Although two minutes is like, then the other team's getting the ball with one minute and fifty-five seconds. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Pat Mahomes hitting McCole Hardman on a and sixty-seven an, yard touchdown. And that's another thing. Brady is going to know when to run, when to pass, and when to hit. The, he knows. Yeah, no, he's the best at it, obviously, because he's not. He's not looking to get you. He's not looking to get you the lead on one play. And he knows that he's in because there's an art to. I mean, you don't win two Super Bowls on the leg of Adam Vinatieri without putting yourself in that position to kick that game-winning field goal with time expiring left on the clock, right? Yeah, Kawhi is the best two-way player in basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. Like playing right now, healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I know you like, I know you like to say KD, and that's fair. No, but. I was just gonna. I mean, I think it's Kawhi. It's the, the best three players in basketball are the three best. Oh, two way like, players. That's like my point. And it, it is like Kawhi. People like don't think of Kawhi as like a three and D guy, or let's say he's a three and D guy. He's got to like really he could hit three. Yeah. Play D. Yeah. So like he's the ultimate three and D guy, and. It, he, but he's a superstar. Brady is the ultimate. Like people, are like, oh, Alex, he's the ultimate game, game manager. manager. He's yeah, the yeah, ultimate yeah. game, bro. Like Tom Brady is the game manager. He's not Pat Mahomes. No, heck, I, 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 he's not Peyton Manning. He's not. He's not Brett Favre. He's not Aaron Rodgers. No, but he is like. There's nobody. He don't, make, he don't make no mistakes though. No ever, mistakes ever. And he'll take that clock down. Brady, not Brady, will make sure he scores. Yes, but he will also ensure. That you do not get the ball back. Yeah, he will lock it down. That you do not have any time. He will leave no doubt. He will leave no doubt. He'll he, he doesn't need the touchdown. He'll get the field goal, bro. Twenty seven, twenty seven. He'll he'll win. He doesn't want. He just wants to win. Yeah. He will. He will make sure that that Gaskowski or Vinatieri or whoever the fuck is kicking the ball is kicking the ball with four seconds left. It's sailing through the uprights and time has expired and he hit final. Yeah. The ultimate game manager. Ultimate game manager. So that was that was three football questions. Let's move it to a different sport. Question number four, dear Josh and Toss from the Charity Stripe. Most disappointing first and second overall combination pick in basketball you've seen, and that's from Bennett in New York, and that's a great question. Um, we posted that on the Instagram the other day that it was Jabari Parker and Andrew Wiggins, and we owe Andrew Wiggins. I at least, I'm sure you do toss. Uh, do yeah, two I mean, toss. I wasn't super we, high on. I was. I'm less critical of him than you are. No, but I, I, I am an apology. I, I, I love him because I love him. You could go back on Facebook, and I'm, I have his jersey on in, in, in fraternity party photos. I was such a big Andrew Wiggins fan, and he just disappointed me. But I, I, you know what? I got ahead of myself, and I forget that time and time again, these are young guys who need time to to to, to grow, to metastasize in the NFL. And, yeah. And, sorry, in the NBA. And, and, and Andrew Wiggins is one of those guys. And now he's finally coming to his own. He's been, he was unbelievable tonight. He's been unbelievable this the whole season. So I can no longer say yeah. Andrew Wiggins and Jabari Parker when he plays and he's healthy and he's in the right headspace. Which right now on the Hawks, he's being he's playing fantastic. He's been great. So yeah. you can no longer say them. To me, it's just, and we look through it, and when there's a really good number two pick, there's a terrible number one pick. When there's a really good number one pick, there's, there's a, a terrible, terrible number, number two, two pick. pick. Yeah. So you have to find the weak, yeah. the weakest combination. And we, you know, we talked about, we talked about Markel Fultz. We talked about Lonzo Ball. Um, those are the number one, number two in 2017. 
not enough time yet. We haven't seen enough from from the two of them um, to really say that they're double bust. Yeah. Now, if they continue to get injured like they've gotten injured, they might be because they just can't stay on the can't stay on the court. I mean, like I would have loved to thought that the best tandem was Greg Oden and Kevin Durant, but Greg Oden never stayed healthy, right? I think we have to cap it at 2015 with Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. Because we've seen those guys grow most into their games. Like Ingram and Look, Ingram Kat's, is still coming into his own. Cat's an all-star. D'Angelo so Russell is an all-star. He was he was friend. He didn't make it last yeah, year. He did. He? Oh, he did because he he, he, he ended up in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's in. So that's you have the two only, all-stars. That's the only two all-stars, I think. Right. Yeah. Because you've got Anthony. Yeah, you've got Anthony Davis and Michael Kidd Gilchrist, which. Unfortunately, Kid Gilchrist is labeled as a bust. I mean, he's been in the NBA for a long time. He will continue to play in the NBA as an NBA player, which kudos to him for that. I think it was just they were riding the high of the Kentucky Wildcat team, and they looked at this guy, and he was really athletic and really good on D, uh, but he just didn't really pan out, kind of like Josh Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. I think the worst – I'm changing my answer. I said pre-show the worst was 2005 – Andrew Bogut and Marvin Williams because both those guys were just not worthy of the one-two pick and that whole draft outside of Chris Paul I mean Deron Williams was good for like six seven years Danny Granger Montel is same kind of deal but Chris Paul is a Hall of Famer but outside of those four guys the draft is com- was one of the worst all time so I said Bogut I said Marvin Williams they're both completely not worthy of which the I, one-two picks which I wanted to defend because the, Bog- everything is so bad because both, Bogut's both but they've had good careers. They yeah. have had good careers. They have. I, I, I think I have to go, though, thinking, looking at it, it's just, I think Oladipo is great. I think he's had one or two really great years. I just think Anthony Bennett, Bennett is, is so, so bad. bad. Yeah. Anthony Bennett is so horrible. That it doesn't matter. That it doesn't matter who's there. I will I will stick with our original pick of Bogut and... I should have to throw that out. And there. Marvin Williams, yeah, no, I think it's worth. I think it's worth pointing out. Um, like it's when so, you look at the number, you look at a list of all the number one picks without seeing the rest of the draft, right? Um, which is how NBA.com presents it. You look at Anthony, you're like Anthony Bennett's got to be that one. But then I, but then I click on it, I see the rest of the draft, and I see Old Depot too. And part of this is just because I think that I know, I, I I have a gut feeling that of what Victor Oladipo will be for the league for the next five to ten years for the Pacers, five mm-hmm. to eight years, and I think he's just going to be that good, and I think that... I have the same faith. Yeah. But I have to throw that out there. You threw out pre-show um, 2001, Kwame Brown and Tyson Chandler, but I said, and you agreed, that I would rather have Tyson Chandler than Bogut and Marvin Williams. Yeah. That one's... Cl- I think that one's pretty close, though, because I think Kwame Brown, talk about a guy that just fell off the face of the earth. He stunk. Yeah. Bargnani honestly blew, too. How do you take Andre Bargnani ahead of Lamar? I just don't. I don't, dude. I really don't. I don't get it, man. Like I'm, I hate to be like I could, um, I could. I hate to be like I could do better, but I could. I really could. But it's like, how do you pick Andre Bargnani over Lamarcus Aldridge? Okay, that's fine. Do you want to know that? Do you, do you know the top five players in that draft? They all sucked except Lamarcus Aldridge. No, but like I could, I could rationalize. Andre picking... Bargnani was better than Adam Morrison. He was better than Tyrus Thomas. He was better than Sheldon Williams. But I could, but you could, ra- okay, you could rationalize taking Adam Morrison, who was the best college player that year, and you could rationalize taking Thomas, who was great. No, you... I can't rationalize taking Tyrus Thomas. He was a, good at LSU. A freshman out of LSU who didn't even average over 15 points a game? No, a no big, chance. A big athletic body? Whatever, he could dunk over and he can block shots. Guy? I can't, I, I can't do that. Well, you're also, I mean, you're talking about what, it's 2006, right? Dirk Nowitzki just 
who seven foot shooting big man takes the league by storm, right? Coming off of the year where they lose to the Heat, one of his uh, did he was he he was an MVP candidate that year, right? Yeah, did he win it that year? He didn't win it that year, but but look, the the league was hot on the European players. Yeah. I mean, we were looking at it, right? We were looking at Yao Ming's draft in 2002, and with the fifth pick in the draft, who who did the the Denver Nuggets took Nicholas Skitchevichli? I don't even know who the hell I don't know how to say that guy's name. I don't know who the hell that guy is. But disappear off the face of the earth. That guy never played a game. It's the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. It was terrible. I mean, I just I will never get over the fact that I I, if I was my age now in the the early 2000s, there was a there was a Big appeal to to grabbing the foreign player, the guy that would end up panning out like the like the Bucks slash Mavericks did with Dirk. It, it here's something crazy. Ready for this take? It is the the pick of Sam Bowie ahead of Michael Jordan is not as bad as Darko Milicic being taken ahead of Carmelo Anthony. Sam Bowie was an NBA player for quite some time. And it was good in college. Yeah. It is not even close to the travesty of that. Is the that is. That to me, if we did it since two thousand of worst decisions, that to me is the worst decision. Yeah, that is the worst decision I've ever seen in basketball. It's really bad. That is the worst decision I've ever seen in basketball. Maybe in sports. Maybe. Yeah, it's terrible. Horrible. Horrible. Terrible. Darko Milicic. God. Good lord. See ya. Idiot. But LeBron was so good that that obviously cannot be, cannot be put into the worst category. No. Uh, so you're going. So you're going with Anthony Bennett. No, no, no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with our you're original. Sticking with. I'm sticking with our Andrew original. Andrew Bogan, Marvin Williams. Yeah. Sticking with our original. Uh, question number five. We will keep it in basketball. If Chris Paul were to be traded, uh, dear Josh and Toss from the Charity Stripe, um, if Chris Paul were to be traded, where would you want to see him go? And that's from Ryan in Michigan. One place you would like to see him go. I shot down your idea pre-show. We've been talking about like... No, I mean, it was just kind of like for fun, for shits and gigs. No, no, but that's where you'd want to see him go. I mean, like the pre... For those who don't know, pre-show is just basically when we go through the questions and talk about it. And like, do we kind of... Not do the show, but like we kind of get things. We don't practice; we just sort it out what we're gonna do. So when we say pre-show, that's what we're that's what we're referring to. Um, before the show, before pre, the show, pre-show. We do yeah. a pre-show. We do a pre-show when we have guests um, too, which is always fun. Just kind of butter him up a little bit. Butter him up, literally before, we, before I stick him in the toaster. It was weird. Who we we literally rubbed the stick of butter on Sam Lerner. He loved it. He loved it. He was so happy about that. Um, but yeah, that's what we yeah, do. It was a good show. dichotomy in his diet from sweet green, all the sweet green that he eats. He needed it. He was looking a little thin. Um, <laughs> uh, where would you want to see Chris Paul go? That's from Ryan in Michigan. Uh, what about you? You Go go ahead. Go me? first. Where do I want to see him go? If I could pick one place in the NBA right now to see I mean, him. based off of your Eastern Conference rankings... You like really need him to go to one place. Orlando. Yeah, you like need him to go there. <laughs> I know I'm in trouble. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like the I don't like where I'm at with that right now, yo. I don't like that. They won today though. Against the Sixers. I like that. That I like. They really won handily against the Sixers. So if <sighs> you're Kirk Cousins, you like that? I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, is the, Okay, in the Eastern Conference, yeah, okay, I'll go with the Magic because I think they need a point guard. and I think they need a guy who can direct the offense on the court because I think there's a lot of big bodies, defensive bodies, who and athletic guys who don't know how to play together. 
I think that's a major issue and a major disconnect in Orlando. And the, you know what, though, this is this is the this is the the, uh, the flip side of the coin that I said two years back would be a problem is the issue with Jonathan Isaac, Mo Bamba, Aaron Gordon, and Vojcevich being their top dogs. Like Fournier is really good, I, I, and, and Terrence Ross is good, but they're just scores. You don't have a guy. Marco well, they're Fultz. also they're just not guards as well. Like yeah, you I mean, don't if have. A if anything, guard. they're two guards who can who can score, right? Yeah, they don't they don't have a one on their team. And then like, Isaac, forget forget positionless basketball. Like yeah, that's a thing now in the NBA. But you do have to have someone who can be a court general, who can manage the court and and have the ball in their hands most of the possessions when they're just running the offense. Forget like one on one scoring. I mean, look at what the Jazz do, right? And Mike Conley starts the year off. With a slow start, but now Donovan Mitchell doesn't have to have the ball in his hand every single possession, right? Mm -hmm. Or at least he doesn't have to have the ball in his hands 15 seconds of every possession, right? And he can really dig in on defense and just really attack when he gets the ball. It's just so important what a one can do for a team. I think the Mo Bamba pick was a really bad pick. Yeah, I I agree. I think they should have taken Colin or they should have taken Shea. Yeah, hindsight, but no one was going to take Shea in the in the top seven. They should have traded up to get Trey. They made a mistake. They should have taken Sexton. I mean, there was no there, there's no rationale behind taking Mobamba. Yeah, there's yeah. none. Sorry, sorry. I mean, it's just people buying in in the measurables, right? It's Even people. like, but they had Isaac, and if you and if uh, Isaac is becoming what they wanted him to become. Yeah, he's, uh, playing, Isaac's he's playing very, very well. Defensively, and that's what they wanted him to become, and that's why they took Mo Bamba. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Right. Because it's, you can't play Bamba and Vojcevic at the same time. And you also knew that neither of those guys were going to come out of the gate in the NBA and be incredibly effective, right? They were, they're were they super athletic, but very raw. They needed refinement. They needed years in the NBA and adjustment to the NBA lifestyle and style of play before they could really be effective. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Agreed. Which now we're seeing Isaac is, but this is his third year in the league. And you can't play, it's like you can't play Isaac and Gordon. You can't play any of these guys on the court at the same time. If you play Bamba and Isaac, there's no offense right. in the and, court. And Vucevic is your best player, so you're not taking him off the court so that Gordon and Isaac score. can play together. You yeah, can't yeah. score if Vucevic is not on the court. Yeah. He's, he, an incre- he's an incredible low post scorer, by the way. He's so good. Oh yeah, he's he's he's, he's awesome. one of the best, and you and you kind of need you need an athletic fire. You need Gordon on the court because you need that spark, right? In the end today, you and need he's the, huge you, in points off transition. You he's need massive. The, you need the speed. Yeah, it's just not good. I, so I yeah, I guess in the Eastern Conference, I'd go Orlando. Um, if I had to toss out a, a Western Conference team, um, I I I kind of want to say you guys, but I don't. I like the ball in Lucas' hands. I don't want that out of his hand. I I I think Minnesota. I you you think I know you think they won't take on the contract. I think Minnesota. Well, I don't think any of these teams are going to take on the contract. Sure, but I think Minnesota would be a good fit. Minnesota would be interesting. Yeah, that works. I mean, Cat is Cat's just man on a mission this year. It works though. It works. It 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 just relieves. Be, they're going to need a little pressure being well, – they're going to need pressure relieved, and that's going to help. How do you feel about – like, I kind of love the cat is, for once, not being soft in, like, getting into people's grills and starting fights. I love it. No, everything everything we criticize the Timberwolves on, they've bounced back. It's like it's almost as if they've listened to our show <laughs> <laughs> in the locker room. Uh, I, that was, Sanders you, playing this, uh, our, our, you, our you know what you like long. really you really got me the other day I think it was like the second or third day into the NBA season and you go Andrew Wiggins listens to our show oh and I was like 
what? Uh, and and I, for a second, I was like, <laughs> shit, we're like really in trouble because we talk so much shit about that guy. Yeah. I was like, we are really, really in trouble. And then you were like, you were just kind of bullshitting. And because you go, and you were off. like, Andrew Wiggins <laughs> dropped 33. And I was like, oh, thank God. You did, like, he didn't actually listen to our show and like pick up on the fact that, that we've we been dogging him. him for so long. Um, yeah, you, you gave me a real scare. But yeah, Cat yeah, and Wiggins with Paul. Yeah, that would be that would be nice. Uh, you um, want to throw to a Eastern and a Western out? Not really, honestly. I mean, <laughs> you just want me to do it. Okay, that's fair. No, I I don't. There's not many teams that I feel like. Yeah, the Magic need him. They won't get him though. Okay. They won't give up enough pieces to get him. I mean, I think it would be cool for him to go to Miami. Um but they don't need him. Justice Winslow is adjusting well into the kind of secondary point guard. Goran Dragic is actually having a really good year. Um, good for him because they're going to move him at the end of this year probably. Um, so I think that's that's good. He's just kind of upping his stock and, and continuing his relevance uh, in the NBA as a guard, even though he's getting older. I don't know. I mean, it would be cool to see him go to the Pistons. Yeah. Right? That's, like yeah. Derrick Rose is having a good year, but like for you know, Blake Griffin's coming back from injury. Derrick Rose himself is is battling some injuries early in the season. Mm-hmm. Um obviously yeah. I'd love to see him, you know, lob, lob City with Drummond and and Blake Griffin. Kinda like Lob City two point Yeah. Right? But now it's like Blake Griffin can shoot now and Drummond Drummond's is better like than better than DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, for sure he is. Yeah. That would that would be interesting. Um yeah, I don't the, the problem with the Western Conference is I don't think anyone has – no one wants to take on his contract in the Western Conference, right? Like none of the team – and none of the teams that are the top five teams in the Western Conference need a point guard. I don't think anybody in the NBA wants to take on his contract. Yeah. But but more importantly, no one no one needs him. Yeah. The Nuggets do not need him. The Jazz don't need him. The Rockets certainly don't need him, no. right? The Lakers could use him, but do they – they're not getting rid of their Pete. They have their they have their assortment of an NBA Finals. No one team. needs him. No one needs him. The Clippers don't need him. Yeah, no one needs. No one him. needs him at at that cost. Sorry. Right. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see Chris Paul in a Mavericks uniform and on our roster, but I don't want to take that contract on. No way. And neither does Cuban. He'll never do it. Ever. 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 We'll go back to football. Okay. Question number six. This is fun. Yeah. I love fan questions. Love fan questions, man. Question number six, dear Josh and Tosh from the Charity Stripe, is Derrick Henry underrated or overrated? And that's from Eli in Wisconsin. Um, definitely not overrated. It's so rare nowadays that you just have a bruising back like him that can just – he can take over a game running. Like he, like he did this past weekend. He took over a game, yeah. put the team on his back, and ran the ball. And when I, you, I mean, I, I should apologize a little bit. You apologize to Andrew Wiggins. I should apologize maybe. Not, not, I'm, not that I was really bashing Derrick Henry. I just kind of thought it was one of those situations – Derrick Henry, you and, thought that. Derrick Henry and Leonard Fournette that when these teams were playing the Titans and the Jacks, they would just be like, this is the only capable offensive player and we're just going to load the box. And, and But still, Derrick Henry finds a way. He finds a way, but now they have a... They but have unlike a, Leonard Fournette, he cannot stay on the field for three downs every single drive. No, that's the... I mean, okay, the, the issue with the Titans... One, there has been a couple. One issue has been solved. They have a quarterback now that can throw and can play because Mariota is too broken and he's done. I think he's done. Yeah. I think he's done. Well, t- if Tannehill... Look, they Tannehill's 3-1 as a they starter. Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs. Tannehill's the guy right now. For sure. He's 3-1 and one as a starter. He's becoming more and more reliable. He could save this franchise in a way. Now that Derrick Henry's able to... The pass is opening up Henry's run, and Henry's run is opening up the pass like an offense should work. Right. 
in the NFL. The only issue the Titans have is not even with Derrick Henry. He's their best offensive player. He's most certainly not overrated. If anything, he is underrated. I think the issue, and I, t- and I said this to you, I, th- I think the Titans need to draft or go get a running back, not in the first or two rounds, but in the third or fourth round, they need to take a running back. Right. Someone that is of the <laughs> same ability of, of a Duke Johnson Jr. type? Sure. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, Duke Johnson Jr. Well, you know, like the, good, that, the good thing about those guys is that you don't necessarily have to. I mean, I. But where fun, were you on the deadline? Where were you on the deadline with Kenyon Drake? Like you said. Right. They should have gone. Where were you on the Where were you on the deadline with, with Duke Johnson? Where were you? If you're the Titans. Bro, like where? Like you are asleep at the wheel. Because now you are five and five with a very good defense. In, yeah, my, in my eyes, for sure, a very competitive defense. You are five and five with a with a somewhat like a, with a serviceable offensive line, not great, but a good quarterback, a very very good running back, a top ten running back, a running back that you can rely on on the first two downs to get you there, to right. get you those yards you need to make it third and second, or maybe get another first. I mean, down. if it means anything of how good of a season Derrick Henry is having and how good of a player he is, look at the wide receivers. And the offensive weapons outside of him on the Tennessee Titans. They suck. They're terrible. They suck. I mean, I like A.J. Brown. I think he will have a decent career, but I, he's not. It, they're, they're also, honestly, not playing they're much, also, honestly. The, and, the, and the only loss Tannehill has is at Carolina. Not an easy game. And in the four games he started, they've put up 20-plus points, man. Which yeah. is good, which is with, standard good in the NFL. With Delaney Walker out for most of that time as well. If you can't get me twenty plus points, get the hell out of my league. Get you, 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 you can't be my quarterback. Yeah, but I, I agree though. The Titans really they do need a pass catching back. I, I think though that yeah, there's the allure of going and drafting a new guy, right? Because he's young They're, and he's I, and he's, I, un, bro, he's unworn. I, but I think that you don't need that with a pass catching back. I promise you. I could promise you. They're going to take a running back. I'll 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 throw you a bet. They'll take a running back in rounds between rounds four to six. I'll throw you a bet. I I believe that, but it's like to me, it's like you don't you don't have to. Why would you not just? Why would you not trade pennies for a for a backup running back who you know can catch passes? Because oh, why? If you're sitting there in the second round, even the second round, and Travis Etienne's there, you're not gonna snag that shit. I like Etienne, and I don't want to see Derrick Henry getting 27 carries every single no. game. No, no, I do not. Yeah. Yeah. I do not want to see No, but that. I I mean I just yeah, I don't know why at the deadline you're not just going and getting anyone. Go go trade for Oh my gosh, go trade for like Raheem Mostert. Go get that guy. That guy's so good. I don't I like Yeah, but they're not gonna give him up because he blocks well. Because he's great. Because he's really, really good. Because he's he, definitely the he's the best third string running back in the NFL. But that's the thing. You need that. Yeah. You need that in the NFL. Third string running back. He wasn't even their third string running back. He was their fourth string running back. Oh, Jarek McKinnon. They had Jarek McKinnon. What a great... John Lynch has turned his career around. And, turned it and around. they have... Who's their fifth string running back? Multiple t- multiple touchdowns this year. Jeff oh. Wilson Jr. Oh, my God. Yeah, that fucked that guy. But what, all five <laughs> running backs on the San Francisco 49ers are better than any of the backups. Deion Lewis, get out of the league. You're done. Done. Stick, stick of Oregon, he's done. Pack your bags, bro. Yeah. You're done. I don't know. If I'm sitting there... Like if da, if I'm but that's sit, also if, I, if that's I'm sitting what, there and somehow J.K. Dobbins falls in the second round, I, you gotta snag him if you're Tennessee. Yeah, Dobbins would be great for them. Would be awesome for them. He would be really great. I I mean that's the, to go back to Derrick Henry though. That is the one distinction between him and the rest of the 
the backs that I that I consider in the top five in the NFL that are all better than him because they can all catch passes out of the backfield. It's not like I don't think he can. I just don't think. I don't think. I don't think it's in his. I just. I don't think it's in his skill set. It's not okay. It's yeah, sure. It's not necessarily in his wheelhouse. I also just don't think that. I also, I also don't think that he, it's he's capable in the way he's used. If he's running, if he's running, dude. If he's running twenty times a game, you can't also tally on seven. Five runs. to seven. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So it's an un, it's an unnecessary workload. But I think that he's not necessarily a great pass catcher. So that's why I think they don't really do that. There's some guy there. You know, but look, he's not. You know but Benjamin look. in Arizona State, the kid from LSU, he can catch passes. Yeah. Edward Hilaire. Hilaire. Yeah. Edward Hilaire. Sorry. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. And yeah. that guy, will Cam Akers, in Florida guy, State. And that guy will be low. Yeah, they Cam can snag. Him. They can State. snag both. Uh, the Acres will go up higher than than Edwards Hilaire, but yeah. Edwards Hilaire will drop low in the draft. Yeah, they could they could get that guy. Yeah, cool, good question. Love Derrick Henry. That's from Eli in Wisconsin. Did we say that? Did I say that? No. Eli in Wisconsin. No, but now you did. No, cool. I did. Love that question. Love that Eli is really concerned with Derrick Henry. Love, love that, that about you, Eli. Love that Wisconsin question. Uh, question number. I guess we're at six right now. Uh, or that was six. That was six. This is so seven. seven. This is seven. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. And okay, these are pretty open. You want basketball or football? I don't care. Give us basketball. We just did football. Yeah. Cool. Who's the best basketball player in the world? That's from Dwayne in Chicago. Dear Do- Dear Josh and Tosh from Charity Stripe. Currently. Currently. Who's the best basketball player in the world? We actually had this conversation the other day. Yeah, I mean, I think it's LeBron. Okay. What do you think? Giannis. Okay. Just unstoppable. Yeah, I He's mean, it just, just hasn't done enough for me on the outside part of his game. I mean, do I... Sure, th- sure. No, no, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I just... LeBron's a man on a mission. It's just like silent triple-doubles every night. Mm-hmm. Wins. I don't, this team looks great. They look fantastic. And LeBron, obviously, is their best player. Um, and it's obvious to me, even as good as Anthony Davis is. No, yeah, yeah. I Yeah, no, it's not because of AD. I think AD's been great. He's been fantastic, but it's not because of it. It is because of LeBron. Um, I, I I think LeBron's been amazing. He always is. He's my favorite I, I player. I just think I, look, Kawhi doesn't even have to play for the Clippers to win. Ugh, I hate that. What the hell is that? Yeah, that's 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 crazy. So soft. It's very soft. It is I so really soft. I I mean I get it. I get load I management. I get it for him because he played a lot. But dude, like this but, is your job, but bro. Like, but even. We're not even ten games into the NBA season yet. Tom Cruise Look, does his own stunts. Yeah, he does. Tom Cruise does his own stunts. I'm I, sorry. It's a totally different thing if they are thirty-seven and thirteen, and you're cruising. And you're cruising. You know you're going to be a top two seed in the in in the Western Conference. They lost tonight. Yeah, they lost tonight, and and he played. Right. I don't know. It's just and he I, should definitely be playing every game with Paul George out. For sure, definitely for sure. playing. That is absolutely. I'm surprised Doc's doing that. I'm surprised. You know what? Because Kawhi gets what Kawhi wants, dude. and that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a problem. That's gonna be that could be their Achilles heel. Is there you you can't over cater? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a franchise, not a player, who wins the title. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that, Kawhi got, I think Kawhi got too much credit. You think he got too much credit for the finals? I yeah. mean, to me, he's he clearly Siakam's amazing. Yeah, Siakam's great. Clearly, Van Vliet's awesome. 
Yeah, he's playing really well too. Clearly. Lowry has been awesome. Dude, Lowry's gonna challenge for the Hall of Fame. For sure. Larry Lowry might Adrian Beltre this shit. I'm not talking about statistically, but quietly turn out one of the best careers of our generation. Yeah, I mean guard. the way he plays is kind of a it seems like it could be sustainable for quite some time. Dude, he's gonna rack up stats. Is he just bro. gonna be he's gonna end up being Jay Kidd? Where he's like 38 and he's just like playing defense and hitting spot up threes. Oh, for sure. Dishing the rock. He just has to stay healthy. All of a sudden he's getting hurt a lot. That's yeah. his issue. Um, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I think it's still, I think it's LeBron, Giannis, Kawhi. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Honestly? You want honesty? <laughs> That's a remember the Titans quote. Anthony Davis might be, in my mind, in my mind, no. dude, he's so good. No. He's in. Is he not in your top five right now? No. Well, Steph's hurt. So Steph's hurt. So is KD. Okay. So and James Harden is in. Is in the top five. James Harden's in my top five for sure. He's awesome. So he who's might your be, fifth? He might be. He might be. No, he's, he might be ahead of Kawhi. He might be ahead of Kawhi. Like, are we gonna sit here and, and say what he does is not unbelievable? No, I don't think that's out of the question. What, what, what's, what are his stats? What's he average? Look, they here? won tonight. He went off, as he always does. Bro, he's averaging almost 40 points a game. It's crazy. What is he averaging, like 37? If he if James Harden averages 40 he points a game. He will not average 40 points a I game. Will, I will remove my lower rib. James Harden will not average. Blow myself you think on you Facebook will, You live. think he will average 35 points a game? Did you just hear what I said? No, I think it's impossible. I think if he averages 40 points a game, I will remove my lower rib and blow myself. On Look, Facebook we thought Live. Nick was crazy when he said Lamar Jackson was going to average over 75 rushing yards a game. <laughs> no, this is that. No, yeah, that's completely impossible. It's impossible. But he could average 33 or 34. And you know what? The funniest thing ever would be he would do it and not win the MVP. That's the way the NBA works. They just wouldn't give it to him. For Score 40 points a game. It's yeah, not win it for sure. Would happen. It would happen. How many free throws a game is this guy averaging? Like, oh, like, I looked at this like today. Eighteen or something like that. He's 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 averaging thirteen made free throws a game. It's crazy. How is that? How is that? He's getting. Oh, dude, that's an art. He's an artist. Of getting. To, he is. He's a yeah. con artist. Yeah. He's a full on con artist. He gets the line fifteen times a game. How is that possible? Obviously, it's been, it's really early in the NBA season. But is Cat a top ten player in the NBA right now? Is Luca? Yes. Yeah, he is. He is. I guess he is. I think they both are. I think so too. Who are you bumping out though? Jokic, right now. Yeah, weak. Their team's been good. Okay, but now he's been underwhelming for sure. Uh, Paul George because he just hasn't played for sure. Yeah, I don't. Would I mean, you rather have Carl Anthony Towns or Damian Lillard right now? Would you rather have Luca? Cat. Would you rather have Luca or Damian Lillard? I'd rather have both of them than Damian Lillard. They do more. They year, do more. I'm a year, they do more. I am a year too late, but I'm so right on the Blazers. Yeah. CJ McCollum is the most, I'm sure he's a nice guy, the most overrated player in basketball. He's a very good podcaster, actually. Yeah, he's great. Great on the mic. ESPN should run in traffic for putting him at number 13. Disrespect whoever's behind him. <laughs> and that, and within, the, within the top 20. He's not a top 30 player. He's not top 30? No. Yeah. No, I agree. No way. No would you shot. rather have? Would you rather have Chris Stops or CJ McCollum? Bro, come on. Yeah. Not even a question. Yeah, I just think that what what comparatively to Damian Lillard, Luca and Cat, what they do on in every facet of the game, 
they're so much more well-rounded than Damian Lillard are than, than Damian Lillard is, Bro, and that's why it, I would take them. He had ten assists tonight, but Cat he didn't has a, score. Dude, Cat. He never does both. Cat, he rarely does both. I I'm sorry. Say. When Cat when Cat is putting up twenty five plus points, ten plus rebounds, three blocks, and five to six assists every single game, like I, that's amazing. This guy is unreal. No, Cat is answered our prayers and is delivering in Minnesota, which is all we ever wanted. We just wanted Minnesota to have a fair shot at being good. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite teams back in the early 2000s was the T-Wolves with KG and Latrell Sprewell. Because KG's, and, KG's and, the... And Wally Zerbiak. Yeah, but that's... Because I loved Zerbiak. What's and, uh, the spelling? And Sam Castle. Sam yeah, Cassell. Sam Cassell. I, I, the Timberwolves were, used to be one of my favorite teams. Yeah. Because KG was awesome. That's why I loved him. But Bradley Beal's going off, by the way. Yeah, he's a, he's super talented. He is so Not much shooting great though. He is so much better than CJ McCall. Dude, Brandon Ingram is twelfth in the league in scoring right now. I know we're only ten games in, but hey, it's an eighth of the way through, and is shooting the ball at forty fifty four percent. Yeah, we're talking about all time drafts. I mean, is could Ben Simmons and Brandon Ingram be in the top three? If Brandon Ingram keeps since, pace, keeps since, pace this year since two thousand. Yeah. No, because I don't think Ingram will will ever be as good as. D'Angelo Russell. I didn't say the top one, top three. Sure, sure, because there's there's just such a disparity. Yeah, yeah I mean, I would, I don't know because LeBron is just so good that he's <laughs> number one. So that that's number one. Yeah, I really, I really it could think, be LeBron in a forfeited pick. I really think the 2018 draft could be really could be really great in ten years. Aiton and Bagley could maybe, be really nice. Maybe look, they're both not playing right now, but. Because Aiden loves diuretics and Marvin Bagley can't stay healthy. But He was taking something, bro. He's taking something. Yeah. To get that, that's what you take diuretics for. And, and obviously, we, we. Marvin Bagley's hurt. And obviously, look at what Jaw's <coughs> doing right now. Zion. I mean, we'll, we'll see what that duo can be. Dude, Jaw. Is Jaw awesome. Could, Jaw, I think I, awesome. I, was, I underestimated him. He could lead the league in scoring. I think uh, no, he, doesn't he, have a, he doesn't have a three, dude. He, he, he just can't. He can't shoot the three. But bro, like he was great tonight, and he had a game winner. Who played the Hornets though? Bro, I don't want to take. I don't want to take anything whoa. away from no, him. No, no, no. He's a rookie. That's, that that doesn't matter who he plays. He's playing an NBA team for the for the eleventh time in his career. For the tenth time, he played. He didn't play a game. It doesn't matter who he plays. You can't say, oh, it's the Hornets. By the way, the Hornets haven't been as bad as we thought they'd be. But personnel-wise, they don't really have anyone who can match up with him. Which is, is a testament because he's a, he's 10 games into his career. I think the best part about his game is that he is an unreal facilitator. 11 assists tonight. He's, he's a, you know, the Russell Westbrook comparison was there. But people forget that when Russell Westbrook first came into the league, the guy could not facilitate. No, he really changed his game. And Ja already has that. He already has that. People are, people are giving that NBA comp to Russell Westbrook in his MVP seasons. Like, John Morant can pass the ball. That guy can distribute. I want to get a John Morant shirt. I'm looking at him like, I'm looking at him beating two guys to the basket, putting a pump fake up at the rim, and then whipping the ball to the corner for a three. He's so big. He's so big. He can put on some more weight, though. He's he's thin. He's still thin. He's big, dude. He's long and big. He's big. He's pretty. He needs to put on some more weight. A little bit. He's tall, though. Five, Five to ten pounds. Question number eight, dear Josh and Tosh from the Charity Stripe. Should Oregon be ahead of Georgia 
in the college football playoff ranking, and that's from Ryan in New York. So not only should they be ahead of Alabama at the five, should they be ahead of Georgia at the in the four spot? Toss, what do you what do you think, man? Um, no. I don't okay, think, I don't think so. I think because of their strength only, of schedule. Oh, the I, I think because well Georgia, I think Oregon also, has a Auburn, better loss. Yeah, Oregon has a better. Well, we'll see this weekend. Georgia plays Auburn this weekend, right? And they're gonna beat them. They I just, I, I just, think, I think Bo Nix is a year away. I think Auburn next year is sick. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think he's a year away. I just, I think, I, just think, I think they just really, they really, even though they're going to win the Pac-12, they're not a bet. They're just, they George- really just blemish their season with that loss against the team that they are better than. I think they are better than Auburn. So do I. And I think they just lost that game. But there's other games like the both Washington games they played kind of close. I just don't think they they played a lot from behind. The the. Georgia, Georgia, while Georgia's taking care of business, not not handily like Ohio State has or like LSU has, but they've taken care of business. The playoff, the the, C, the college football playoff. I I think they definitely love strength of schedule and they they favor certain conferences. But at the old, at the end of the day, I think they look at who's the best team, who's the better team. If they played head to head, who is the better team? And that. To me, is why they have, is why they have Georgia there. Is why they still have Alabama at five ahead of Oregon, because if, I think if Oregon played Alabama, I, I think they would lose. Then they would lose by more than a touchdown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree for sure. I mean, I. Do you I, think? Do you think Minnesota could beat Oregon? No. No. You no. don't think they could beat them? They could. I think you I think, think Oregon's better than Penn State. Yeah, no, no, no. I think I I, I think Oregon, I think Oregon is, I I I, I think Oklahoma is Oklahoma's being, better than them. I think Oklahoma is being grossly underrated. Right. I think or I think Oklahoma is being shamed unfairly so. Well, I don't we'll, know why. we'll see this weekend. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna they're you, gonna take care of business. You think they're gonna wax them? Baylor. Yeah. Smack that ass. <laughs> Two time, Jalen Hurts ain't playing around no more. That was a fluke, fluke game. They lose the fluke game. They get outshot. No way, not no way, not no how. So okay, so but if they're in a really good position here, it's a good thing Baylor is as good as they are for Oklahoma's sake. Yeah, it's huge. Because otherwise they wouldn't be sniffing the playoffs. But, no, but now uh, they still can because with a Baylor win, they can jump. Penn State, Utah, and Minnesota, right? But, th- but it looks to be, dude. It looks as if that the 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 committee at this point is favoring Oregon, yeah, and, and Utah. Yeah, they're favoring the Pac-12 ahead of the Big Twelve. The Big There's no there is unless Oregon drops a game, or unless unless Utah drops a game and then beats Oregon, and those teams drop back. Penn State obviously has one loss, but they they're just an at large. Alabama's also an at large. Georgia has two losses. Then Minnesota loses to Ohio State and it becomes an at large. And then Oklahoma is the one loss conference champion. That's how they get in. Other than that, like it, they won't. And I think a lot of that is contingent upon one them just blowing blowing the water with with Baylor, just just crushing them for sure. And then and then Texas beating Baylor handily. Yeah, and then. 
them beating Texas again in the Big 12 championship. Sure. Right? Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. To give them the best chance of really catapulting themselves towards that top four. Beating Baylor twice ain't going to help. No. Just because of the name. No. Sorry. No. It's just yeah. the way it goes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the college, they, they favor the name. I mean, like, Texas is number 19 right now. Undeservedly so. Yeah, but it's like, is Alabama going to move? No, they're they're stuck. They can't do anything. Uh, how can they get in? How can they get into the playoffs? I mean, like, Oklahoma would have to lose again. Oregon and Utah would both have to lose again. And then, obviously, Georgia loses. Then they get in. Alabama. They need four teams to lose. Really? Four... Even though they're sitting there... There's no way. There's no way you could put an at-large SEC team one loss ahead of a Pac-12 or Big 12. You can't do that. You, you that is that is it. That is a gross disrespect. That is taking the conference championship and throwing it in, into the river, down in the river with a van, whatever the fuck that that sketch was. In a van, van down by, by the, the river. river. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what they're doing with the conference championship. I mean, you can't do that. You can't. Like, otherwise, why are they playing that game? What the hell is the point? It's a total disparage of the championship. Okay. But so, no, I'm with you, so Georgia. What's gonna, so what's going to happen? Okay, so Georgia loses. What would you just say? Georgia loses. Oregon loses. Georgia's not making the playoffs. Right. But Georgia loses. Oregon loses. Minnesota loses. And Oklahoma loses, what you're saying. Then Alabama makes it. And Utah. Well, won't Oregon and Utah play each other? Yes, Alabama needs Alabama needs at least one of those teams to lose in before the, record. the back before the Pac-12 championship, and they need the team that lost to beat. That's what they need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need. Well, really, a, they need Utah to lose and then to beat Oregon. Which Utah, the best chance they had Utah losing in the rest. Of the, they're not. They're not going to. They have two home games. Against UCLA and Colorado, done and done, and a game at Arizona, which would be a miracle win for Mr. Sumlin, which I have no faith in him. <laughs> okay. All right. Like none. Like not even a little bit. I mean, the best case scenario is is Oregon loses at Arizona State. That's the best shot they have. They need that's the game on their calendar. Okay. Alabama needs Oregon State. That, that, they need that to happen. Uh, question number nine, most likable and most hateable player in sports. And that's from Tom in Arizona. I think the most hateable player we can safely say is Antonio Brown. Yeah. He still classifies. He played this year. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah. He sucks. Not I wouldn't, a, I wouldn't want him. Would you even want him on the show? Yes. Yeah, it's a trick question. Yeah, no, for sure I would too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. Absolutely. But he sucks. He's just a trash, bar, trash person. Yeah. Most likable guy? Do we say it was Giannis? Because I, I feel like no one cares enough about baseball, and I feel like all those guys are likable. Baseball? Like everyone. Who's not likable in baseball? Who's, who's like, the most likable though? Trout. Trout, yeah. Yeah, he's a he's clean cut, cookie cut, Rendon, lovable. I mean, I guess you can hate him, Bregman. Yeah. You get hate on Verlander because he's married to Kate Upton. I think like Bregman, people think he's like cocky. Yeah. Right? Bellinger's likable. Everyone, lo- everyone, everyone loves, loves Bellinger. Trout. Everyone loves Yelich. Everyone, you, who don't, you, you, no one, this, all those guys are gone. It's the, everyone, that's, you know what, that could be a problem in baseball. 
and Bryce Harper's kind of that guy. But he's honestly like trending towards being more likable. All of a sudden, like he's turning. They need some bad boys in baseball. <laughs> they need that's how they need that. And it, and you know what? And, and there's so few of them that when one pops up, it's a travesty. Like when Machado kind of acts up. It's because it, everyone else is such, it's such a like, gentleman's here's, sport. Or like, here goes Puig again. You yeah, know? yeah, like if there was like 10 Puigs, no one would give a shit and everyone would love that. Yeah. They need some. They need like 10 bad boys to emerge. They need one team. Like if the, the, the Cincinnati Reds just need to rebrand, everyone just need to become a bunch of dickheads and, and just, just be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I picked that team, but yeah, I think it's it'd be interesting. Cool. Um, it, weird, weird pick, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so Giannis... Is he though? Most popular sport, the most likable guy. He's very likable. The best. But the is MVP. he loved like LeBron? Worshipped. I think worshipped and loved is different. I think. I think. I think the question. Not, is, I think we have to look at the word likable. Who is the most likable? Not liked or loved. Likeable. Okay. So and to it, me, it's Giannis, young guy. With the franchise in Milwaukee, who's more likable though, Giannis or like Zion? Who do you get more? Who you know? Who's more likable? Giannis is he though? Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not taking any way anything against him, but is his personality enough? As far as like, is he vivacious enough? Is he like fun enough? Yeah, he's getting there. I think he's also English as a second language to him. Yeah. Which takes some time. Okay, so maybe that takes some time to grow. Yeah, but English is Luca's second language, and that guy is super, super likable. Because he's like, always has a big old grin on his face, and he's yeah. like, you know? I think Gian, maybe Giannis means too much business. I, could it be an NFL player? Could it be Pat Mahomes? I, th- I, mean, I You said no for some reason. I think it is Drew Brees. I think Drew Brees is just so. He's super likable. You can't not want that guy to win. Like as a Patriots fan, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be. You'd be so okay with him winning. I'd be okay with him winning. So I would be pissed. You'd rather him win than Nick Foles. Oh God, yeah. I'd rather. <laughs> I, if anyone's gonna beat the Patriots, I want it to be Drew Brees. Yeah, that's what I think. Drew Brees very likable. You also th- you threw out Larry Fitzgerald as well. Yeah, he's I, insane. I was just yeah, he's like the man. He's a wide receiver who's never changed teams. Is that even possible? <laughs> Is that, it, it, is that even possible? And is like still starting, still their best wide receiver. Oh yeah, and is like fifteen years. I mean, Chris, a, Christian Kirk's, I guess, now their best. When wide receiver, was the last but, time a wide receiver played fifteen years in the league and never changed teams? I, when was that? I don't know. Ever? Don't ever? Know. Ever? What, what about uh, like individual individual sports? Like Usain Bolt being my favorite player. Yeah, person. but he's not. But I mean, someone like Phelps, like Federer. A lot of people, yeah. but a lot of people. I think because there's, you've got, you've got the Joker, you've got Federer and Nadal. That, that because there are like, but I think Federer is the most likable out of all of them. You think? I don't know. But like who? No one like. I don't know. I don't know. Me- Messi, Leo might be the Leo Messi might be the most. He's super likable. Yeah, but then people hate on him when he plays when he plays for Argentina. But that's just soccer. That's just like the way that sport is. People yeah. love people yeah, love to I mean, hate. He's the, people, think, people love to hate. I think like worldwide, it's got to be messy. It's for sure messy. Yeah, yeah. Because he's not like big and talking his mouth all the time like Cristiano. Even though I personally, I like Cristiano better. Ronaldo. Yeah. You like Ronaldo. Yeah. Really? 
Yeah, but know. I mean, like, he's nowhere near as likable as Messi, though. You think Ronaldo's better? I know he's just more fun to watch. He's just like his skill set. I it, I think is cooler. So I think I don't know. I just think he the to me it's something. It's one of those wow factors that like every time that guy steps up to take a penalty kick, where the percentage of other people that take a penalty. I mean, I think I've said it before on the show. The percentage of people that make penalty kicks is is like so low. It's like under under like fifteen percent. And then every time that guy lines up to take penalty kick, I'm like it, I have the expectation that it's going in a hundred percent of the time. Which is kind of like when which Brady is, leads, leads like a game. Which is drive. absurd. Yeah. Right. Which is like, oh, the the Pats are, the Pats are down in the fourth quarter. Like you feel comfortable. My expectation. It's not even comfortable. It's an expectation that Brady will come back and win the game. It's <laughs> crazy. It's a ridiculous notion. Uh, he's like, he's likable now, which is good to see. Brady. Yeah. 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 I think it, I was talking. We were talking about this before the show. Pre-show, we were saying that the Instagram has helped him a lot. The videos that like everyone yeah. loves to see of you know him and his kid, them being like who we got next, you know yeah. th- those are those are fun. People yeah. love that. Family man. What about Baker? Super super unlikable. He's in the middle. He's, He's in, the in the middle. middle. He's in the middle. He needs to have a good quiet rest of the year. Well, he can't because his face is on every commercial. Christ, blow glow up too quick, bro. Which question number 10 and the last question of the day, dear Josh and Toss from the Charity Stripe, which city boasts the best big three of athletes? And that's from Jake in Chicago. I think it comes down to two cities. Milwaukee. Wisconsin area. Yeah. Yeah. And Los because Angeles. Because Green Bay is, yeah. And Los Angeles. Okay, so obviously the, the Wisconsin area Houston, is... Houston, Boston you've are got, good, yeah. but it's just not there. So you've got Yelich. Giannis, Giannis, and Rogers, and Rogers versus Trout, versus Donald, versus LeBron. LeBron. I think we could. I think LeBron. So, so let's get this out of the way. Trout is the best of all of them. Well, I was going to go with the other route. I was going to cancel Giannis and LeBron. I think they can cancel each other out. I think on any day, I'll give you LeBron. Okay. But I think they cancel each other out nonetheless. Okay. I think it more so boils down I how think much more I think valuable. I think it's two to one. In my mind, the, Lake, the Los Angeles wins because, to me, Trout better than Yelich. As good as Yelich is when we were talking about the top 10 players in baseball because the awards came out, right? And that was kind of just fresh on our minds. What did I say Yelich was? Three? Three. Okay. You said Trout. Arenado. Then Nolan Arenado. And then Bellinger. Which I think is fair. No, I said Yelich, Yelich, not Bellinger. Bellinger Sorry, Bellinger. I mean that's why I meant. Yeah. I meant Yelich, um, which I think is fair. Yeah, I think he is. I don't think he's any worse than that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Is is there anyone that else that could edge him out? Is no. Rent? Is Rent? No. no, right? No. And he's better than Bregman. Yeah. He's better than Tuve. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I I mean so so Yelich but but Trout clearly is number one and there's no discussion there. I wanted I want to do a show like on that. I need I need to bring in a guest from Chicago, my buddy, to do that show. Our friend, our friend Kobe. Yeah. To do that to do that top fifty show. Yeah. So the way I look at it is Trout edges out Yelich and LeBron slightly edges out Giannis and Donald obviously loses to Rogers. Okay, but okay. So there's two obvious losses. There's not an obvious loss in basketball at the moment. All time, sure. At the very heat at the moment right now. 
I'm going to cancel those guys out just because I think Giannis is the best and you think LeBron's the best. And I think we could fairly cancel those guys out. But to go on your point, how much better, how much more valuable is Rodgers to, to his team than Donald, than Trout is to Yelich? To Rogers me, is, is more so valuable. much more valuable. than, And I think Donald's amazing, but who would you rather have? Rodgers. Like if you have Yelich, I mean, Trout's the best in the world, maybe the best ever, but if you're not but look gonna, at this, But look at the team he's played on. Right? They haven't done anything. He's never even sniffed the World Series. And honestly, the Brewers have. Not saying it's just strictly because of Yelich. Well, but I like, mean, look, Yelich goes down and they still make the playoffs. Sure. Right? Exactly. They made they, they were not in the playoffs when he went down. Exactly. Yeah. Um But they were they were in the hunt. Yeah, That's but why I think but I think I'm at the going, same time. Go, I'm, though, I'm Team Milwaukee. You are? I but, am. But I think at the same time though, it's like okay, but also take into the consideration that that is the case that that Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in football, maybe. I don't know. Is he? But why? Can't yeah, like, is he though? Like I don't know. Like I don't like he. He is. He is. But is he though? <laughs> he is. But is he? He is. He's the most valuable defensive player in football. But it's not no quite. Aaron Rodgers is. The, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in football. I think. I think he is. I still think he you is. Think he's still, you think he's better than for Mahomes? The, for the first time ever, I think he I think he is. My life. Maybe for the second time ever. You think he's he, you think he's better than I don't think Mahomes is disciplined enough, and I think there's times he could come I think he's unbelievable. I think a year you from think now. He's better it's, than, it's, it's, you think he's better than Russell Wilson? Yeah. I think Russell Wilson's great, but yeah, he's better than Russell Wilson. He's a better quarterback than Russell Wilson. Come on. You, 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 you come on. You don't think that? You really think Russell Wilson's a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers? That's crazy. Not crazy, but that's not true. It's not true. Not, not overall. I just... Do you, I don't even think Russell Wilson thinks that. <laughs> well, I know Russell Wilson doesn't think that. Because that's not who Russell Wilson is. He's like the most humble guy ever. Yeah, I, I, I think that... He's just amazing me this this year in particular. No, Russell Wilson to me is a Hall of Famer, one of my favorite. He's favorites been, he's to been watch. so yeah, good this year. Great, no, obviously great. Aaron Rodgers is better than Russell Wilson. I just mean right now when you look at it, right? You're heading into the playoffs. Who would you rather have, Mahomes or Rodgers? Rodgers. Okay, there we go. I want him over anyone except Brady. And even right now, I might take Rodgers. Me too. And that's a Patriots. Actually, right now, I think I would take. I think I but. But I think I would take Russ over Brady right now, too. Going into the playoffs? Yeah. No shot. But okay, that's under, no I mean, shot, you, but okay. But no shot, you, no shot, but okay. But have you watched the, the season? Yeah, we've, we, I've watched so many games. You've watched, watched, you have watched way less games than I have this year. And that is the truth. That is just the I've cold missed, card, yeah, sure, cold I, hard I, cash I, truth. I've missed, I've not, I've, I've highlighted a couple Sundays, meaning I've watched the highlights, not full games. I've watched a lot of football games. Russ has been on primetime a couple times. I've watched those, and I'm, I, I think he's unbelievable. I think he is the MVP, and that's considering the year that Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes in his own right is having, uh, are having. But I, I think, yeah, I'd rather have Brady. I mean, the guy, he doesn't, he doesn't gets there. He's going there. He's going to the Super Bowl this year. You're not scared slightly that he's, he's clearly lost a step this year. For sure. And it's noticeable. Sure. Last year it wasn't. Sure. This year it's noticeable. Sure. Am I worried? No. 
because you're defense. That's why you're not worried. And that's the that's that's the truth. And you can't really dispute that. No, but I know when push comes to shove, like last night, that he'll make the throws. Like I the, don't know, man. Like the other night, like Jimmy G. Just wasn't there yet. He wasn't. He didn't get it done. Yeah, but we're not talking about Jimmy G. I know, but Brady. If Brady's that has nothing. But if I'm saying if Brady's in that situation, he wins that game. And I know going into when I have him in the playoffs, my defense will yes, the defense will get us there, and the defense will have our back and keep us upright. But the head on the shoulders. So you're talking about you're talking about. no, you're comparing teams is what you're doing, which which I agree with. He shuts the because door. Tom I, Brady shuts the door. Tom Brady's a door shutter. Every time, every time, okay, but shut the door. I don't. I don't. You would rather have Tom Brady on your team right now than Russell Wilson as your as the Pats starting quarterback. Right now, just in general, no. That's what I'm saying. But in the playoffs, I'd rather have Tom Brady. In the playoffs, Tom Brady. But just like overall as a quarterback, probably not. It's I think it's. I don't know. But you're L.A., um, Milwaukee, but we could agree those are the two best cities. As good as Houston is. No, I'm just, I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of a, it's like a, it makes it unfair. It makes it an unfair comparison because the value of the quarterback in the NFL. That's a good point. Because Donald's the best player and he's the best defensive player in football. Yeah. So I think in that regard, then L.A. is better. Because you're talking about the number one player at their position okay. for each one of those guys. Okay. And if LeBron's, if he's not, if he's not number one, then he's one B. He's yeah. not two. Yeah. So I think LA is just better, but it's a good, no, it's a good Cause point. then it's like, why can't I just be like Kawhi LeBron and Mike Trout? Right. If we can, if we're going to, yeah, I guess you, you can, you know, like, I guess you can, in which case they, they wax, wax them. them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, because I know you want it to be three different sports, but I think that like yeah, uh, yeah, no, I'm with you, I'm with you. Or a more interesting way to look at it is like okay, flip it so that the football player has to be the same position. Who's the best defensive player on the Packers? Who is it? Uh, you don't know. I don't know. Is that player better than the best offensive player on? The Rams slash Chargers? Probably. Probably. Probably, probably, probably. And that'll probably do it for our 200th, in quotations, episode. What a ride it has been. From the under the blanket to the corner of Chance Stewart's bedroom to the corner of producer T-Mac's bedroom to our old apartment to our new spot where we have our own studio. I was taking a video on from my personal Instagram of and the flag was in the background and it's so full of signatures. It's so nice. It's definitely getting there. What is that? Oh, oh. What? Scotty. Scott Felix. Scotty's the, the yeah. Daisy. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Like I like when Lamorne drew something too. That was funny. I like the notes that people leave. You know? David Cohen's not that tall. He got up there. He like I <laughs> full think, extend on the arm for full sure. Full extend on the arm for sure. It's hilarious. Yeah. Believe my brothers. Who's that? Uh, Rogo maybe. Rogo. Yeah, it sounds like something Rogo would do. I wish Rogo wrote something raunchier. 
I like this. Peace, peace and blessings. Yeah, there's some good ones, man. Is that Philip? Philip Bobo? Yeah. Yeah, peace and blessings. <laughs> what the fuck is good? Sam Lerner. Philip Bobo was a good guest, man. He's great. Yeah. He's a good one. It's an underrated show. Okay, and Stan Ramirez. Make it happen, Brett Gursky. That's like the most dominoes one. Just, just turned 40. I love it. Yeah, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Brett. Excited to have more guests come on the show. Excited to do more shows. Should be interesting to see when we get... Tank, wait, wait, is it Tank for Zion? Pray for Zion? Pray for Zion. Ben Lyons. Ben Lyons is strictly the reason that the Knicks didn't get Zion. Just because <laughs> he wrote that. He cursed them. Um, Look, it's not... I don't know. There's so many problems in that organization I feel like <laughs> there's so many problems <laughs> ready to go back ready to run too um but yeah man it's been amazing stuff uh, we've done a, we've done a great what the, job what the fuck's going on sorry what the fuck's going on there David Fizzo is about to get fired he's gonna get fired the, the organization is a has nothing fire. to do with him I don't know man it's not his fault it's not your fault it's not your fault it's goodwill well, it's not your fault. Um, but yeah, I mean, keep listening. Uh, look out for, we're going to start doing um, some live stuff on our own, which is going to be exciting. And yeah, so keep at it, guys. Uh, uh, it's the fans out there. Drag both feet in bounds. Swing on a full count. Rip that puck. Hit your PKs because they free. Uh, and hit your free throws. Why toss? Because they're free. Because they're free. We out you. And we love you. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube